0: All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, Veterans Assembly Hall. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, I think the last broadcast I did was in June, and it was an interview, so I just wanted to get back on the saddle and get going. Today I'm joined by Denise. Hi there. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, cool. So uh, Veterans Assembly Hall, to remind everybody what it is, it's just a recap of some of the local events that are going on. We're based here in Lowell, Massachusetts. And we talk about uh, issues that are important to veterans right here in the Merrimack Valley area and sometimes beyond. And uh, we will recap kind of what's been going on. We're just coming off Veterans Day. It's been super busy around here. Um, I want to shout out to a couple of really good events that occurred locally. Uh, The first thing, though, I want to highlight is um, our friend John McDonald wrote a uh, great article in the Lowell Sun um, that came out just before Thanksgiving, and it talked about remembering the troops that were serving during Thanksgiving. Now, I was downrange during Thanksgiving.
1: Yes, you were. A couple of
0: times, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in uh, in 2010. I was down in Kabul, um, and it was kind of comical because they put on a Thanksgiving Day dinner at the DFAC, But where we were, it wasn't an American defect, so they don't do Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) And they were trying to figure, they had all the condiments and all the makings for Thanksgiving provided to them. But they were trying to figure out exactly what, and it was funny because the servers, uh, the local Afghanis that were working in in the chow hall, and some of our coalition partners who were stationed there were, Joking that it was like their first Thanksgiving, and um, it was just a, kind of a funny event.
1: Now, let me tell us the truth. Did you eat vegetables when you were at this Thanksgiving? No, because
0: ve- ve- Thanksgiving is about turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes. It's about starches and breads. It has nothing to do with vegetables. <laughs> so
1: what you're trying to tell us is that Thanksgiving is actually an Irish meal. Meat and potatoes. I,
0: I would be very happy, yeah, as long as the meat is turkey on Thanksgiving. I'm not a ham and beef and anything else guy on Thanksgiving. It's about turkey.
1: And no vegetables? Peas, no, not, squash? Not a green thing <laughs> from Miles. <laughs> um,
0: well, I told you this before, you, and you know this story because I, I, when I was deployed, they the other funny part was the a lot of the folks that ran – the defect when you were inside the wire in the main uh, base area, they would set the salad up and they would put the lettuce at the far end. (laughs) And so you would be making your salad, but you'd be starting, think about going to the wrong end of the line and you getting all the kind of the stuff you would put on the top. And then at the end is the lettuce. I just didn't understand the whole concept. (laughs) But John wrote a great article. You know, John McDonald. I sure do. Yeah. Hello, John. Um, John wrote a great article in The Wall, Sun And um, it was about it was all about um, guys that were deployed uh, that weren't as fortunate to be home amongst their family and friends and enjoying Thanksgiving. And it was just about, hey, when you sit down at the table, make sure you remember that these guys are out there and they're still out there. We're 2000. 20 essentially now, or 2019, but I mean, we're almost there. Uh, 18 years or something like that, we've been in Afghanistan, uh, Iraq, longer for that, and uh, we're still
1: there. Yes, we are.
0: Yeah, still a lot of guys over there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what was it like with you when I'm downrange and I'm not around during the holidays? What is it like to be the family back here?
1: Well, I feel like I got the easier end of things because I'm still here with family, but you are definitely missed. Yeah. And it's um it's difficult to think that your family's separated especially during the holidays. It definitely has a different feel than than just some kind of typical Tuesday in February.
0: It's a little str- Well, you know, it's funny you say that because holidays downrange are are very matter of fact. They're just another day. Um, I and I remember that it, at Christmas, going over for dinner. It's a different dinner at the Chow Hall if you're not out pounding the sand, walking around, eating an MRE. But if you're in a place where you can get a meal, it's definitely a different meal on that day. But other than that, uh, it really isn't, um, very very different.
1: Business as usual.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. Yes. Now, one thing I know we did advocate for. Um, heavily was to limit the exposure during those periods to people that were out um, beyond the wire, out doing their thing, uh, trying to minimize the number of troops we had in, uh, you know, potentially in danger. So we did try to do things like that to keep it a little bit, but um, it is what it is. It's it's Christmas and Thanksgiving and every other holiday, and those guys are out there um, sitting in that crud, and doing their job and doing holding the line for everybody that's back here. So um, that brings us to the other event that I'm really jazzed about. Um, and I don't know, have you ever met uh, Deb? She runs the Ma Dukes Thanksgiving thing. I know we've talked about her, you and I. I don't know that you've ever met her though.
1: I've I've heard the name, but I can't say that I've actually met her. Yeah. In so.
0: Uh, you know, um, and you probably see her on my Facebook page page a lot. She runs. I don't
1: snoop on your Facebook page. No, but
0: you see when I like stuff, you can see it, right? So it's not like, you know, cyber stalking me or anything. But, <laughs> 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 but anyway, Deb and my, you know, our friends and um, a lot of different uh, clubs and organizations in the area all get together um, on Thanksgiving. The night before on Wednesday, they go up to the American Legion up in Middleton and they cook. They pre-cook the turkeys off-site, if I'm not mistaken, but they package all the meals and get them ready to go. And then on Thanksgiving, these meals go out, and they brought uh, something in the neighborhood of 26, 28 turkeys down to Crescent House and Princeton House right here in uh, in Lowell. Uh, and Bob and Eric and John and all those guys did some great work. They all came down here with their food, and they um, they distribute that locally Um and that's a great program. And she's always looking for help. She's looking for volunteers the night before. And I know she does fundraising almost throughout the year for various things. But this is her project, and I'm just super jazzed about it, and I wanted to throw that out there.
1: Oh, wonderful. It sounds like a really great organization.
0: Yeah, it is. And I know they deliver. And it's all going to the vets, and it's they do some great things. And um, even though it's all up there in Middleton, it, we see it right here in Lowell. Um, being done and a lot of great work throughout the year for a lot of those same folks that I just mentioned. Um, so what I, what I'm doing folks is um, on my veterans assembly hall, Facebook page. If you go to the events listing, the events page off my Facebook page, you'll see I'm um, what I'm doing is every event that I highlight, I'm going to put it on that vet on that event page for my veterans um, assembly hall. So, it's kind of like a calendar view. So, why don't I just kind of go down it because I just updated it before I got on to do this recording with you. And um, so, some of the things that are coming up, and I'll kind of do them in order. That'll help it out a little bit. The first thing I I saw was on December 4th, so that's next week because, folks, we're in December. And by the time this gets out there, it will be, but right now it's November when we're recording it. Uh, December 4th is the Gold Star Family's Tree Dedication with uh, Governor Charlie Baker. That's Wednesday at two o'clock at the Boston State House. That's um, a big event. That's a Hall of Families, and it's the Gold Star Families.
1: Absolutely, that's wonderful. Which is uh, I'm glad they're being recognized. Yeah,
0: and they are. That's a special group. And um, uh, anyway, they do that um, ded- tree dedication with the Gold Star Families in the Governor's Office at the State House Tuesday, uh, December fourth. That's coming up. Okay. And beyond that, uh, on the seventh of December. So by the the end of the week, next week. Uh, they will be beginning the Wreaths Across America escort. So what they do is they start up in Columbia Falls, Maine, and that is the, where the tree farm is, if I understand it correctly, Um, that they harvest all of the pieces of the tree that they make, the wreaths that are going to go to Arlington Cemetery in Washington, D.C. And on the 14th, they'll go out and put them on the graves.
1: Wow, okay.
0: But those trucks leave... Columbia Falls, Maryland, uh, Maine, on December seventh, and they come down the East Coast. And they have, um, if you go to the Reach Across America webpage, they have uh, the locations, and they'll be stopping at uh, various spots along the way to do ceremonies, and it's part of a big escort that goes all the way down. The uh, probably the nearest one, I think, the nearest ceremony that they do is going to be in. Um, Kittery, and I apologize, I do not have the date on that, but it's after the 7th, so it's that weekend. It's probably going to be the 7th, 8th, or 9th, or something like that. They'll be in Kittery. They do an, a ceremony there. All the uh, the trucks stop there, and then they continue on to um, to D.C. You've been to Arlington National, National Cemetery with me, I know.
1: I have. I yeah. have. I've been several times. and It's always very moving every time.
0: Yeah, it's – I mean, if you've never been to D.C., and I'm always surprised – even when i talk in veterans groups about the number of people that have not been to dc
1: well that's not me as i you know, know <laughs> you and i used to go every year yeah
0: it's crazy <laughs> we almost go every year and um I mean, I would recommend DC to anybody. There's just so much to do there from a veteran's perspective—the memorials and the Arlington Cemetery and everything, right?
1: Yes, yes, and of course, even the museums, the Smithsonian museums are free to the public, and there's so much to learn in general.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not even talking about the, the those yet, you know? Right, we're, right. We're talking so definitely uh, recommend if you haven't been down to DC, um, why not? That's what I got. To, you know, especially if you're you're a veteran. Well, you know, I, I take that back for 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 a lot of guys um you know and I'm going to kind of talk about that in a minute but for a lot of guys it's tough to go maybe sometimes down to those memorials because it's kind of in your face and it might not be something they elect to do so it might be something that they have to build up to absolutely so I'm not um I'm not faulting somebody I want to be clear for not going to DC I, but there's a lot to if you know if you're up to it
1: there's a lot of history in the area
0: a lot of history yes. a lot of memorials a lot of um in my opinion, a lot of healing.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um,
0: I find it kind of as my center of gravity, you know, to go back there.
1: Sure. I think people um, really gravitate to having something visual that they can look at because we think about things a lot, but to have a memorial where it's actually being recognized and you can visually touch it or see it is very cathartic.
0: And it, that's right. And this is in your lane now. so um, Yes, it is. <laughs> um you know, it's also, a lot of the memorials are right on the, um, a, a lot of the memorials are right on the, what do they call that? Right off the Lincoln, where the the water is and all that. They have a name for that. It's not the a The mall? The mall, thank you. It's on the mall. So it's an open-air memorial. Yes. And it's surprisingly quiet and reserved when you're there normally. And so you're. what I'm getting at is, it's not confining. You're not in a building. You're not in a tight space with a whole lot of people on top of you.
1: Exactly. It
0: can be crowded around the face of, like, the wall and stuff because the walkway kind of funnels everybody. But in every case, whether it's the Korean War Memorial, the World War II, which is phenomenal.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: the Vietnam Memorial, which is bar just beyond comparison. It's so unique. Um, if you're at any of those memorials, any and any of the other ones that I'm missing and not mentioning, is you can stop and have a moment for yourself and be quiet and be lost in your thoughts. And that's why I say it's kind of a healing experience.
1: Yes, in a, a time that when we were down, I think it was about 10 years ago when they first put up the World War II Memorial, right. we had the opportunity to be there first thing in the morning when several gentlemen from the World War II era were wearing hats, if you remember correctly. I do. And they were wandering around and meeting each other and talking about their experiences, and we were able to observe that, and it was quite moving.
0: There's a lot that, yeah, and there's a lot of that going on there. Um, Up at the Vietnam Memorial, even not at the memorial. I noticed that when you're on the mall, but you're in the area of the Vietnam Memorial, some, some guys don't feel comfortable going down where the names are on the wall, right? Of course. So they stand off at a distance, and they tend to find each other. Yes. And you know, and this is something that frustrates me to a little bit. Is there's a lot of commonality in in some respects? I'm not saying everything's uniform and identical. They were this. This was a like, for instance, the Vietnam War. There was a time period um, where people weren't really nobody thanked you, nobody welcomed you home. Nobody thanked you for your service. I get all that, and I'm not minimizing that. Um, but there is some commonality between those who have served. And so what's really unique, and where I'm going with this, is what's really unique is that you have people from different campaign eras all in the same area and sharing not experiences, but sharing that healing process because they're they're interacting. So you have um, maybe a Vietnam veteran, up on the mall, you might have a World War II veteran down, like you were saying, down at the other place. And they're connecting. The World War II, when we were there that morning, they were connecting with other World War II veterans. Let's face it, there aren't a lot of them. No. And there's fewer every day, and I get that. Um, and it was great that they had the experience. But they were also, the thing I noticed was they were connecting with veterans in general. Younger guys were were getting a great lesson by meeting these gentlemen and they were also connecting because they all had some commonality in their experience and it, that that in itself was healing for both the younger individuals and the older
1: yes absolutely
0: so um so the, if you haven't been down there uh, highly recommend it. reach across america is on the 14th of december everywhere it's across america literally um it's happening everywhere uh, wreaths are going to be uh, put out on the graves to mark the veterans' uh, graves and remember their service. Um, you know, we'll be doing a program over at the Drake and American Legion. That's a breakfast and a ceremony. Um, but locally, I went on the web page and what I found was uh, Westford will be doing Wreaths Across America. Their location is uh, to be announced. Chelmsford will be at the Pine Ridge Cemetery. Bill Ricka will be at the Fox Hill Cemetery and Groton will be at the old bury ground burial ground. So there's a couple of programs right there. I don't know. I haven't heard if there's anything going on in Lowell and I'm plugged into that community. It's so frustrating. That information doesn't get out if it's happening, but, um, if there's, if somebody's listening to the podcast and you want to reach out to me, I'll gladly post it as a show note and make it known, um, but those locations for sure are listed there, and they're actually affiliated with Wreath Across America. The one in Drake it is not affiliated, but it's going to be on the same day, and it's kind of in the same vein.
1: Great. Well, I'm glad you had that list.
0: Yeah. So the just to recap, the escort leaves Maine on the seventh of December. That's Columbia Falls, Maine, and it's going to drive down to DC over several days. Um, and their route is posted so you can go out and you can be on the route and see the trucks go by and they're easily identifiable. And, um, when they do get to DC on the 14th, everywhere across America, but in Arlington Cemetery and all those locations I just mentioned, we'll be putting the uh, wreaths out on the, on the graves. Good. Yeah. that will be cool. Huh?
1: Yes. It'd be good. Okay. So tell me about the American Legion, what's happening on the 14th that day.
0: So uh, what we're going to do over there at Drake, it is we're going we're gonna to start at 8 a.m., and we invite everybody to come out, uh, public in general, and folks, our neighbors, everybody to come out at 8 a.m. for a breakfast that we'll put on at the hall. And then we have a short um, program after that, a short speakers program that will go probably about an hour, and that's all the time we'll ask from you. And uh, what we'll do is remember everybody uh, that has served and is currently serving their country and community on that day. And then um, we will have wreaths in the hall. And then after the ceremony, we will take those wreaths out to various locations around the town and place the wreaths as a reminder throughout the holiday season of those who have served.
1: Wonderful. What a Great idea.
0: Yeah. And I like that program. That's something that I've been involved in quite a bit. So, uh, also happening on December 7th is December 7th is of course Pearl Harbor day. Yes. And they'll be doing a Pearl Harbor Memorial observance down at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. There's actually a children's event going on the same day. So the Memorial uh, Auditorium will first take place upstairs in what they call 3V, the room upstairs in the, and if you have, you know, we're talking about going to DC and Arlington Cemetery and all that right here in our backyard. Um, and I, I, on other programs I've talked about this, Lowell Memorial Auditorium is full of history. And it is the reason it's called the Memorial Auditorium is it's dedicated to those people from the city of Lowell that have served their country. And there, the whole hall, there's a hall of flags when you first walk in. That hall of flags has every uh, Medal of Honor winner, um, every person that ha- has uh, unfortunately passed as, in their service. All that stuff is right there. And throughout the whole building, even on the outside, the outside is inscripted with uh, literally every conflict from the early days, from I think up through World War II when it, when the building was dedicated, is memorialized out there. So uh, upstairs in 3V, it's the room upstairs. You can, somebody Once you go there, they can show you how to get up there. They do a nice job. That's put on by Matt Elkins and the uh, Greater Lowell Veterans Center, uh, Veterans Council, rather. And they do a fantastic job of... Um, of doing of that you know they do uh veterans day services they do pearl harbor and of course they do memorial day those are three big things that they work on for services and this building in particular i've been to and it's a great service it's a small speaking program upstairs and then what they do is they go outside by the canal and they drop the reefs in the water and they do the um, the gun salute and such so it's really well done very good that's on december 7th and that starts at 11 a.m so you can Sleep in a little bit and then go down there, so that's not too terrible. Uh, What else do I have coming up? All right. I talked about the gold stars. We talked about REITs across America. Oh, here's one. Um, So on December 10th now, December 10th, this is really interesting. They are going to do a World War II veteran send-off at Boston Logan Terminal E at 5 p.m. And what they're doing is they're sending seventeen World War Two veterans back to Europe for the seventy-fifth anniversary of the Battle of the Bulge, which occurred on uh, sixteen December nineteen forty-four, and ran through the twenty-fifth of January.
1: Wow, is the local news covering this so we know who the people will be that? Will I don't be know attending? if
0: anybody's going to be covering it. It's on. Uh, there's a Facebook event, and I added it to my Veterans uh, Assembly Hall page, so you can find it there. Um, but, folks, this is why you have to do event pages on your Facebook. This is how you find stuff. It, it's buried in your um, in your stream. If you have an, an organiza- a veteran's organization and you just post post a, a Facebook note, that's great. But it gets lost. If you make an event page, I can find that event page and find out what's going on. And we can promote it and people can, you know, find out about it. And in this case, that's how I found it. Um, December 10th, World War II, 17 World War Two veterans are being uh, flown back to Europe for the 75th anniversary of the Battle of the Bulge. How's that? I think
1: it's wonderful. That was a
0: shit fight, and it's great that um, they're getting a chance to go back. 17 of them. Yes, it's that's a lot. That's <laughs> two veterans. Um, I know uh, some of my friends um, in other clubs around the area had uh, raised money over the summer for— Sending veterans back to Europe, I'm sure that's what this, this is all associated with. So that's fantastic. Um, that's really, really good. That's on December 7th. If you want to go out and wish them well and send them off in a big way, uh, Boston Logan Terminal E at 5 p.m. be there, and I'm sure there's going to be a large crowd to send them off um, for this Excellent. 75th anniversary, 1944. Holy cow, huh? That's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, also, uh, we were talking about our friend John McDonald earlier. John is associated with a whole bunch of stuff. the guy's a, like the everready bunny um, he's uh, He's associated, and I think he's one of the uh, founders of the Veterans Assisting Veterans organization, and they are raising money um, to send Vietnam veterans specifically back to washington d c to visit the Vietnam Memorial. Um, and it, they're calling it a healing experience. So they're trying to get fifty veterans, great, pay their way for this healing experience. They're going to get an, Am- they're going to do it by train. So they're getting an Amtrak ticket. There is a dinner reception when they get there, and they're paying for their lodging. So I assume it's an overnight trip. Okay, and then they come back. Uh, fifty veterans to go down who uh, to visit, like we were talking about on this program not ten minutes ago uh, about the healing experience of being down there. Um, to the Vietnam Memorial. And that's, uh, there's no date set, but right now they're raising money. They do have a GoFundMe page. And I'm going to try and get John to come on Veterans Assembly Hall, this podcast, and talk to us about um, what he wants to do and how they want to do that. So more to come.
1: He is welcome in our dining room. <laughs>
0: more, <laughs> we'll go to him. More to come. More to come. Um, this doesn't, also doesn't have a date, but Honor Flight New England is always running events where they fly people down to D.C. and, uh they recently came to the Great Allo Veterans Council meeting and spoke and uh they are looking for Korean War veterans, so if you know of a Korean War veteran that wants to go down to d c uh, and visit the Korean War Memorial and uh, a number of others if while they're there um honor flight flies them down uh, I had thought somebody told me I thought they would donated. The airlines donated the flight, but they, Honor Flight actually purchases those seats and organizes that flight. And they do a big send off when they do it and all that. So, and a lot of those go right out of Manchester. So it's right up the street here. So it's kind of easy to do. R- right now, I checked their event page before we recorded and they don't have anything on there.
1: Are they associated with the group that we visited at Pease Air Force Base when people had returned back? That's a different um, group. They may have been there. Yeah,
0: they may have been there. And I don't, you know, I wonder if they're still doing. Those were the Pease Greeters. Yes. And uh, you know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because you know that I actually had the that experience. Uh, We went through Bangor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We went through Bangor in the middle of the night. I think it was like two in the morning or something ridiculous like that when we landed there, and we got off the plane. we never left the terminal, but it was so cool because you came down the ramp, and all of the greeters were there in the middle of the night, and they had uh food and snacks and water and everything else, and uh, we were just getting off the plane you know to kind of access it before we had continuing on. It was just a a rotator that was going in the theater, and that was so cool, and I also experienced that same thing down at Norfolk. When I was redeploying, coming back, we went. I think we went through Norfolk, and um, same thing there. The halls were lined with people. It was fantastic. It really wow. was.
1: Yes, I remember you telling me about people greeting you at 2 in the morning. Didn't they that have, was in like, Maine. Yeah. food or something, too? Yeah, they I had mean, food
0: and stuff to drink, and a whole bunch of, you know, it was, it was Everything you wanted, and it was right there. Same, they do the same thing in Pease, and you and I have been up to Pease and yes. um, participated on some of those flights. They're not as frequent anymore, so I think that's kind of taken a lot of the limelight away from them. I'm sure if this flight's coming through, I'm no doubt in my mind there's still people up there to greet them. I
1: not And I do remember that some of the troops that came back had been traveling for more than 24 hours.
0: Oh yeah, when you're when you're deploying, you're traveling. It's for something like 48, 50 something hours. Yes. Um, Because you go to, usually you go to like an intermediate location where you have to go to one out process. I went through Manasseh when it was still there. I think it's since gone. Uh, but that's where you out process out of the country. You could also go through like Kuwait City and I think Qatar was another. But when you're coming back, you, you sometimes stop in like Ramstein for like 12 hours. Um, and then you get back on the plane or another plane, and then you continue on, and you have to go into an, uh, a point of entry. So you go to, like, Norfolk, for instance, or Baltimore, and then you process back in. And then now, after that, then you get on a, a commercial flight, and you fly back to wherever you're going, coming from. You know, I was an individual deployer on a couple of mine because, um, you know, Air Force joining on with an Army unit. And so that when I redeployed, I was with – the troop movement until it got to the United States. And then I, the guard had me redeploy on a commercial flight back to Syracuse. So it was interesting. Don't have much to say tonight. Do surprisingly quiet for a counselor.
1: (laughs) Did you know that counselors aren't supposed to talk a lot? They're supposed to uh, listen. I figured that out. I figured that
0: out. Um, so let's see what else we got going on. This was a cool one. This already came and went, but I want to highlight this because I haven't been broadcasting here on the, the Assembly Hall in a while. But this one was so cool. So this was called Military Friends Heroes Meals, all right? It was done at Hanscom Air Force Base. I'm just trying to bring it up. And what it was, thanks for giving to our veterans and military families. Join uh, an, our annual Heroes Meals Giveaway. For veterans, militaries, and the family of Fong, a $50 grocery gift card and a bag of holiday fixings. So they went to the BX and they gave, um, I guess, everybody who came in there, they gave them a $50 gift card towards their groceries before the holidays, which was really cool, you know.
1: That's a wonderful idea. Yeah.
0: We're going to talk about it on our other um, uh, thing that we do. Uh, We had done something similar. A group I'm affiliated with had done something similar up there in um, uh, Pelham. Uh, they were just up there the other day doing the same thing, giving out gift cards to, or, or I think they were in anyway, wherever they were giving out gift cards to uh, people that veterans that were coming in before the holiday, so help them defray the cost of their their shopping for the day, which was really cool. And so I I thought this was really cool, and this was done on base over at Hanscom. So so again, um, we're kind of getting there we're about a half hour. That's all I really wanted to do tonight. And wanted to get back on the air, wanted to kind of um, remind everybody that Veterans Assembly Hall hasn't gone away. We're still here. We had a little bit of a hiatus while we were working on refocusing a little bit, um, but we'll we'll kind of get it going here a little bit more regularly. Uh, if you have veterans events in the area, feel free to hit my Facebook page. Let me know what they are. I'm plugged in pretty well, so I usually know what's coming up. Um, but we'll highlight events in the Lowell area that are going on for veterans, and we're coming up on Christmas, so let's hope there are a few events that would, uh, you know, p- benefit the veterans that are in this area. Thank them for their service.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming on t- with me tonight.
1: Well, thanks for inviting me on your show. <laughs> you
0: walk, right, you inviting you in your show. I was you were walking down to the kitchen. I said, "Hey, sit down. I need a second mic. Come and on here with me I tonight. am. That's good. You At welcome back anytime. Right? <laughs> I yep. love it. I love it. Um, now, how yeah.
1: about some turkey?
0: Yeah, let's go have some turkey or whatever all right so everybody this is the uh veterans assembly hall podcast uh, we broadcast kind of infrequently but we'll do better in the future i was with denise tonight you thanks awesome. for having me on the show thanks for coming on all right talk to you next time thanks
1: bye now